Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. As ever, I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. Yeah, um, we've got nothing really to celebrate from last week. You were very close with your bomb-proof treble. My Dolly Parton treble, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> wasn't too close, was it? We also don't have Dolly on the show this week, so uh, sorry to let you down on that one, guys. We were just unable to get hold of her. Her agent, that's what it was, is is all her agent. We got in touch, uh, just, you know, couldn't get it, couldn't get the deal over the line. But uh, I think we might be doing our AGM, Tom, uh, Dolly World, right? Dolly Land, whatever it is. <laughs> Dolly Land, is that actually a thing? Yeah, yeah, Google it. People go there. It's like a theme park based on Dolly Parton. Like Teletubby Land, but yeah. Dolly Parton. Wow. Yeah, 100%, mate. This isn't, it's called, oh, sorry, it's called Dollywood. Dollywood. <laughs> Dollywood, yeah. So, yeah, maybe we'll have our um, AGM out there one day. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Yeah, well, let's keep winning some trebles then, and then uh, we'll put the winnings towards uh, flights. How's that? Sounds like a great idea. (laughs) So for this week's show, guys, we have a little bit of Premier League football to look through. It's the winter break, but a full fixture list in the Championship League One and League Two. So plenty to look through. Still, we'll pick out our best bits uh, for betting as ever. Yep, we will. So going straight into the Prem then, what we've got of it, two games on Saturday. Everton Palace, Brighton Watford. For me, the only thing that I'll be looking at out of those two is Everton to get a victory at home over Crystal Palace. The price isn't the greatest, uh, six to ten. Palace, no wins in the last seven consecutive games without a clean sheet in ten. They're really struggling at the moment. And head-to-head, they're really struggling against Everton. They've not won in the last ten consecutive meetings against Everton, both home and away. So um, they've struggled against Everton in recent years. Struggles on the pitch at the moment. I can't see it turn around this weekend, especially after Everton got that 10-man 3-2 come-from-behind victory against Watford as well last weekend. So they're going to be buoyant after that. Of course they are, yeah. Um, Really, really good character. (laughs) I mean, I'm not having I'm not having it that Moise Keane meant that pass to Theo Walcott. Not not in a million years. But um, <laughs> they got the goal. They got the the bit of luck that they needed. Um, I think you know the fact that Schenk Tosson is a doubt. I don't know if he's fully fully ruled out, but uh, missed the last game against Sheffield United and Benteke up front. You know, it, wait, wait, wait. Can- can he even play? Isn't oh jeez, parent, parent club in it? Bloody hell! I forgot. Yeah, he's on loan from Everton. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but my my point is, you know, uh, been banging on for literally no, not even a word of a lie. Years, years. This is the third year we've done the podcast, and I think from the start we've said that they need more firepower, and it still hasn't happened. Um, so yeah, Everton on the nose, but. Not the best price for a team that's far from convincing. No. Um, Brighton Watford, anything? Take your pick there. <sighs> I don't think so. I mean, after the 
you know, Watford certainly uh, upturning fortunes under Pearson for sure. They haven't won in their last four. And we've got a Brighton side that haven't won in their last six. Uh, both teams really need points. Brighton, even though they're 15th, still in the thick of it. Only uh, only three points clear of Watford in 19th is a massive game, but I wouldn't be going anywhere near it. No, me neither. Um, we'll carry on with the Premier League then for Sunday. We've got another two games, and that is our lot for this weekend. Sheffield United at home to Bournemouth and Manchester City at home to West Ham United. Uh, home double, anybody? Ooh, yeah, home double. Um, Bournemouth is showing some signs of life at last, aren't they? Uh, two wins in their last three, but on the road they have lost lost their last three. And um, yeah, Sheffield United absolutely storming January transfer window. Up to sixth in the league, I I, I can't bet against them. You can't, no. can you? No, no, you can't. Definitely Sheffield United for me. Um, and it's Bournemouth's away form, which really worries me. Like you say, two wins in the last three games, but they've both come at home. Um, they've lost away at Norwich, West Ham, Brighton and Palace in four of the last five games. And they've not scored in any of them. And they're all sides in and around them in the table who they should be doing much, much better against, at least getting on the score sheet. So to lose all four against those um, those sides around them is is criminal. It's really poor. Uh, and I can't see them getting anything from this game at Bramall Lane, to be honest. No, no, neither can I. And the same goes for uh, West Ham. I mean, yes, Manchester City have technically lost their last two games. Home to Man United, Carabao Cup, away at Tottenham. Question marks over Guardiola, uh, etc. But, you know, West Ham are absolutely toothless right now. And and uh, the kind of feeling that they're slipping towards the championship is gathering serious momentum uh, in the bottom three. I, I mean, I don't want to blame Moyes because he's just gaudier, but... Uh, you, you already feel, well, before he was even announced, you felt like the fans were against him. Um, yeah. They brought in one or two players. Bowen was an interesting deal. Um, but, yeah, I think this this has this has the potential to be four, five, six for me. Yeah, they have some horrific fixtures as well coming up. Um, and the, their next six games, Man City, Liverpool, Southampton, Arsenal, Wolves, Spurs, Chelsea. That's actually seven games, but it's a terrible run of fixtures. And, you know, you, you wouldn't really bat them to get many points from that. And uh, then they've only got five games left till the end of the season after that run. So, like you say, you know, they they could be very, very close to going down. Yeah. Um, I If I was a West Ham fan, I would be absolutely rigid, terrified right now. Um, yeah, they're they're in serious serious trouble, and um, the like I said, the January transfer window holds us a glimmer of hope. But you know, my problem is is with the uh, is with the defenders. Ogbonna is an absolute joke right now, um, and he needs to he needs to sort it out. As does anyone of a kind of defensive uh, capability at West Ham, because. 
they all need to get rallied round before it's too late. Uh, okay then, so anything else do you want to talk about for the Prem or shall we move into the Championship? Yeah, not much going on is there, so um, into no. the Championship, etc. Not the luxury of a winter break for these clubs, um, some of them playing again twice in the space of three days. <laughs> classic, <Yeah>. classic Championship <laughs> stuff. Yeah, Um I'll get us kicked off then with the champ. There's a few things I like in this league. One of them being uh, your favourite team, Tom, uh, Reading at home mm. to Hull. Reading priced the evens for the victory this weekend. Um, I'm kind of going more off how bad Hull have been in recent weeks compared to how good Reading have been. They've they've been all right. They're on a very mixed run, um, like win one, lose one, draw one, win one, lose one, draw one. But Hull. They've lost five in a row. Um, they've lost arguably their two best players in the January transfer window. Like you mentioned, Bowen going to, to West Ham and Chris Dickey going to West Brom. So that's going to have a real impact on them, I'm sure. I just think looking at their recent form, looking at the players they've lost, Red and a capable. Um, so... I think evens could turn out to be a decent price for, for Reading this weekend. I don't think they're going to batter Hull by any stretch of the imagination, but a, a comfortable victory. Yeah, a comfortable victory for sure. Um, yeah, Hull have, Hull have basically waved the white flag, haven't they, for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, whether it was financial and, and if it is, you know, it's it's hard to argue when you've got an asset like Bowen and, and you're a championship club. The the fact of the matter is, unless you're top of the league and destined for the Prem, the, ultimately you are going to end up losing them. So, you know, it's, it is what it is, but that pretty much puts an end to their very, very outside uh, playoff push. So, yeah, uh, expect Reading to, to get a victory. Um, same for me can be said for Brentford. Brentford, they're eight to fifteen, so a bit of a pig's ear of a price. Uh, but they're playing against a Middlesbrough side that haven't been on the best of form. Uh, Brentford actually lost their last home game against Forest, uh, but they did respond by beating Hull five-one uh, um, over the weekend. Um, so you know, not too many concerns. I don't think. I think the Forest result was. Uh, a little bit of a kind of a blip. Before that, they'd lost to Leicester and drew to Huddersfield away. Uh, but I think they'll get back on uh, back on track against the Middlesbrough side that recently have um, been pretty flaky on the road. They've obviously turned it around a lot uh, compared to uh, the start of the season. But I still expect Brentford to go out and, and beat Middlesbrough as tough as. Uh, Jonathan Woodgate will try and make it for for uh, Brentford. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that one. Had that one written down myself. I'm going to go for Nottingham Forest on the double chance oh, uh, against Leeds United. I, yeah, I can hear you go, oh God. Obviously, we tipped Forest last weekend. We thought we were an excellent price away at Birmingham. Lost 2-1 in the end. Should have won. If Graben had scored that penalty, it would have been 2-0 up. It would have been comfortable to the end of the game. But... Uh, it wasn't to be. But we play Leeds this weekend and there's a number of reasons why I think we'll actually 
uh, get something from this game. Firstly, how bloody poor Leeds are at the moment. We saw mm. we saw them come up come from two 0 down about ten days or so ago against Millwall to win three two, and then everyone's going Leeds are back. That's it. That's the spark they need, the catalyst to uh, propel them throughout the rest of the season and get them automatic promotion spots. Next game, perfect opportunity to um, build upon that at home to a woeful Wigan side. And they lose 1-0. Literally carbon copy from last season when they lost 1-0 at home to Wigan. They've not kept a clean sheet for 10 consecutive games. Leeds have been performing really below par recently. They've got no Calvin Phillips, still suspended for this game. Forest always seem to raise their game against the bigger sides in the division. Um, it's been talked about quite a lot recently how Forest have got such a good win percentage when the team they face has more possession than them. So Forest can hit teams on the counter. Uh, Leeds are going to be a team just like that. So the initiative is going to be on Leeds to break down Forest. Forest can then spring the counter attack and hit them on the break. Um, I think Forest struggle a lot more when they have to be the one breaking teams down. Um, I think the double chance price of 8 to 11 is pretty decent for Forest to either win or draw. For me, whoever scores first will win this game. I think if Leeds score first, I think uh, they'll go into a bit of a shell and Forest will, will struggle, as we've seen throughout the season, to to get two goals at home. I, I don't see that happening. I, Despite last week, you know, obviously, I'm fully aware that Forrest took the lead and, and you know, they uh, allowed Birmingham to get back into it. Forrest have been excellent at hanging on to a lead. And that's not necessarily by, you know, having a huge kind of defensive 10 across the box. You know, they're just a well-organised side and they've, and they've got a really good back four and Ben Watson and Samba Sow and, are, in my opinion, the best goalkeeper in the league in Brees Samba. Yeah. Um, I think if they get the um, get the first goal, then uh, they'll they'll be comfortable. So your tip, Tom, I think will uh, be evident as soon as you know who the first scorer is, because uh, I I honestly <laughs> don't have confidence in Forest turning it around if um, if they fall behind. Okay, fair enough. Um, anything else you like to look off? Um, I mean, I I watched the the. Um, I watched the Forest Birmingham game. Birmingham were were dreadful first half, absolutely dreadful. Um, but when you look at their form, they are on some some decent form at the moment. Uh, they haven't lost any of their last six, and they've won three of them. I do feel that on the road they are particularly poor. At home they are um, a little bit better. They're playing a Bristol City side who are wildly unpredictable. Uh, they, they're they actually last four games, Bristol City have ended 1-0. Three times they've been on the winning side and one time they've been on the losing side in the FA Cup Shrewsbury. I'm actually back in Bristol City. It's a Friday night game. Uh, they're 23-20. to 20. I think that's a good price. Jeju was absolutely in his most scintillating form every now and then, probably four times a season. He's literally the best striker in the league. Uh, and then for the other 20 games, it looks like he can't tie his own laces. 
Um, <laughs> but they've got Naki Wells breathing down his neck. Um, I didn't, despite Birmingham's good form, despite the fact that they got a good win against the team in fourth on the weekend, I think Bristol City, um, especially at Ashton Gate, will be one step too far. So that'll be a uh, Friday night tip there. Okay. Yep. I could uh, definitely see that one coming in. Uh, Bristol City continuing their playoff push. I've got no more for the champ. Um, do you have anything else you want to run over? No. Happy to move on. Okay. League One then. Um, there's a few things again in League One which I do like the look of. We'll get things started with a Portsmouth side who are on a real good run of form right now. Eight consecutive wins across all competitions. Uh, they play Tranmere away from home uh, and Portsmouth are priced at 7-10 to for the victory. I think, you know, eight consecutive wins kind of speaks for itself. If you wanted some negatives for Tranmere, uh, they've only won one of their last six games in all competitions and that was the FA Cup victory against Watford. In the league, they've lost four consecutive matches. They've not scored a goal in four of their last five matches, including the most recent three losses. They're in the relegation zone uh, by six points. They've got the third worst goal difference in the league. It's it's looking like it's going to be a struggle for them to stay up now this season. And they're against this Portsmouth side who are quite the juggernaut. They've gone up into the playoffs, uh, three points off the automatic promotion spots on this fantastic winning run. I think 7-10 to 10 for Portsmouth should be a pretty comfortable banker this weekend. Yes. Yeah. I would say either your tip of Portsmouth at 7-10 to 10 or my tip of Coventry at home to Bolton at 2-5 to five are pretty much the bankers of the weekend. Um, Coventry have got a, a similar similar task to Portsmouth. Uh, they're playing Bolton. Uh, we all know that Bolton are uh, going to go down this season. Um, they are bottom of the league in 23rd. On 11 points, obviously, they had their uh, deduction. Um, they... I mean, it, they're just waiting for next season, I suppose. They're putting up a valid effort, I think it's fair to say. And, um, you know, they should be proud of, of where they've got to um, at this stage. But Coventry have lost just one game at home. Bolton haven't won any of the last six away games. Um, the door is absolutely wide open for automatic promotion. Um, I would love Wickham to get promoted, but I, I doubt that they're going to have um, the longevity to overcome Peterborough, Coventry or Portsmouth, in my opinion. Um, so that second spot uh, is is wide open and, you know, Rotherham are only three points clear at the top of the table. So they're, they're within reach as well. And uh, Coventry will get the job done pretty comfortably on Saturday. Mm. Yep, definitely. Uh, price is pretty poor, isn't it? But definitely should get the win there. You spoke about Wickham. You doubt whether they've got the longevity for a promotion push this season. However, I do think they'll get the win this weekend when they come up against this woeful Bristol Rovers side. I agree, yeah. I think I might rather play Bristol Rovers and Southend right now. At least Southend won last weekend. Um, Bristol Rovers, without a win in 12 consecutive games, 
it's a real, real poor run of form that goes back to the beginning of December. I just think the horrific run of form they're on, which doesn't look like it's coming to an end anytime soon. Um, Wickham at home are still decent. They're clinging on to their home form as the one reason they're still up there in the automatic promotion places. Um, two wins against Blackpool and Rochdale and a draw against Ipswich in the last three. Away from home, they've been terrible. But at home, they have been much better uh, and they should have enough at 9-10 to 10 to beat this struggling Bristol Rovers side. Yeah, Bristol Rovers went from uh, a playoff outsider with Graham Coughlin in charge to absolute freefall. It is literally freefall. And, uh, and yeah, I'm completely with you there. I have a banana skin. It's not, I don't think there will be another time. And I don't think we've done this once um, on the pod this season. But I don't fancy someone that's playing against Southend, which is incredible. They're still going down. Absolutely convinced of that. Um, but they're playing against a Blackpool side. They haven't won in 10 games. I mean, they basically signed an entire new team in January. Um, so lots of upheaval, uh, lots of, well, for their level anyway, lots of money thrown at it. And they really back Simon Grace, and That's great to see. Um, but they haven't won in the last 10 games. South end have lost just one in six. If you just looked at the league table, uh, you know, you might be tempted by Blackpool in 15th against a team that's conceded 70 goals and second bottom of the league. But they're priced at 8 to 13. And honestly, I have no idea why you would go anywhere near that. No, <laughs> me neither. 8 the to 13. That, that uh, what I'd actually be looking at in this game is Southend to score a goal. Uh, the price is one to two. Blackpool without a clean sheet in 14 consecutive games. And Southend wow. have been scoring goals despite not winning many games. So, um, yeah, I think one to two for Southend to get on the score sheet is, is a decent price in this game. Oh, yeah, 100%. I've got one more. Um, this is actually, I think, a really good price. It's completely statistical, this bet. Um mm. I couldn't really tell you an awful lot about the two teams involved. So it's Burton against Gillingham. You know, we know Burton, their games tend to feature quite a few goals. Gillingham having a decent season themselves um, in the league. They've not lost in the last eight games. Much better at home than away, though. Uh, they're away in this game. What I'm looking at is over 2.5 goals. The price is 11 to 10. Um, I say over 2.5 purely based on the fact that each of the last seven games between the two sides has been over 2.5 goals. Mm. Um, so that's some pretty strong form, you know, seven consecutive games with plenty of goals. And then to get the price at 11 to 10 over evens, I think is, is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean... You know, they're not two of the most uh, talked about teams, are they, in this league? No. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. Um, so, yeah, good, good a bit of research there, Tom. 
and a uh, solid tip as ever. Uh, I don't really have anything else strong to tip. There's a massive game um, in League One this weekend. Sunderland Ipswich. Really not sure which way this one's going to go. If you had to force me, I'd I'd go for probably Sunderland. Uh, But one thing that I am going to tip is under 2.5 goals. Uh, Bookies have done their research. It's 8 to 13. Um, So it's fair to say that they agree with me on that one. Uh, Typically, the last six games, uh, indeed, um, have yielded under 2.5 goals for three of Ipswich's out of the last five and four of Sunderland's out of the last five. Both really struggling to find the net. Um, Chris Maguire, top scorer for Sunderland, nine goals. And uh, James Norwood has 11 uh, that's in 26 games. So uh, 0.42 goals per game. Um, so, yeah, I'm not convinced it's going to be a, a barnstormer. Yeah, no, it makes sense completely. I agree with you there. Um, so let's move on to League Two then, shall we? If there's nothing else for League One. Yeah, let's move on to, to League Two. And, you know, the, I, I don't know where else you can start other than Swindon. Runaway league leaders, uh, four points clear of crew right now. Uh, they've been in sensational form. They've got Owen Doyle back. Um, over 10,000 fans uh, came out at the county ground to see a 2-1 win over Exeter on the weekend. It really feels like this is Swindon's season. Um, when they lost Doyle, Tom, me and you were... Little concerned, uh, but they've they've pretty much put their that concern to bed, haven't they? Yeah, Carlisle, they haven't lost in the last four games, so you know they're on a, a good stretch of form. But when you look at the teams have played Oldham, Walsall, Forest Green, and Mansfield, uh, their victories come in against Walsall and Forest Green. It's not the best. Opposition, I think it's fair to say. Swindon have been a little bit patchy recently, uh, but 10 to 11 for top of the league away at a team that's 20th. I mean, I am struggling to turn that down. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good price. Um, obviously, a big boost for Swindon to get Owen Doyle back. He is back in amongst the goals again last weekend. Yep. Obviously, I'm going to tip Northampton. At home to Port Vale. Of course. Every time Northampton at home, I tip them on the podcast and I feel like they deliver for me every single time. Their home form is incredible right now. Uh, in all competitions, unbeaten in 11, nine wins. Specifically in League Two, eight, eight wins at home in the last nine, um, including three on, a bou- three on the bounce. They've just conceded three goals in those nine League Two home games as well. So keeping it very tight, winning lots of games to nil, scoring plenty of goals in the process as well. Uh, They scored at least two goals in six of those nine games. So they play Port Vale, who, as we've spoken about quite a lot on this podcast uh, this season, much, much better at home. One of the best home records in the league uh, away. They do tend to struggle a lot more. 
So for me, it should be another comfortable victory for Northampton, who have propelled themselves all the way up to fifth. You know, they're two points behind Plymouth in the in uh, third place, that final automatic promotion spot. The way they're going, the form they're on, I can see them getting comfortably in these automatic promotion spots by the end of February. It's honestly, I I would love to meet the person that has a legitimate case against them. To be honest, um, it's it's really hard to to say that they won't be in the mix. Uh, and this is this has kind of come out of nowhere. First half of the season, um, I don't remember tipping Northampton once. I don't think uh, I had Very no, yeah, no interest in uh, in looking at their results for winners or anything like that. Um, but yeah, they've they've turned it around and they've been absolutely fantastic um, in kind of recent form. So yeah, they're certainly in the mix. Uh, let's talk about Exeter. Uh, eight to thirteen at home to Stevenage, lost one game at St James's Park this season, coming off the back of two away defeats. The, if you really analyse those two away defeats, uh, Port Vale, one of the best home records in probably the EFL, Swindon, top of the league. I'm not going to get turned off by. Uh, those two results at home, as I mentioned, have been really good. And, you know, historically as well, they haven't lost to Stevenage in the last 10 games at St. James's Park. So Stevenage traditionally not enjoying a game there. Um, Stevenage, bottom of the football league. Uh, Graham Wesley is is struggling to get anything out of them. Um, and yeah, 8-13, don't be put off by Exeter's last two defeats they should get a win here absolutely no problem yeah i agree um and with that you're stolen the last one that <laughs> i was gonna read out great <laughs> great um yeah i i'm struggling for anything else i mean crew caught my eye uh, i think the price is a bit short uh they're h13 as well but they're playing against an oldham side that haven't lost in their last six games. Uh, I think if you pit these two against each other in 10 games, I think Crew win eight of them, seven of them. But yeah. Oldham, Oldham on uh, sticky form right now and price isn't quite worth it, I don't think. No, I agree. I agree. Okay, well, with that then, let's call that a day with the tips and wrap up last week's bomb-proof trebles and give you this week's bomb-proof trebles. So we'll start with my Dolly Parton treble. Um, all the prices were 9-5 to five. at the time of recording. I think a few drifted and shortened by uh, the 3pm kickoffs. But anyway, I had Nottingham Forest at, away at Birmingham, but they lost 2-1. You did have Rochdale to beat Shrewsbury at home and they did 1-0. And finally, I had Grimsby at home to Forest Green Rovers and they drew 2-2. Yeah, unlucky there. Um, it could have been very, very different. Yeah, There was a stage, uh, Forest were winning, Grimsby were winning and Rochdale were drawing. And I was thinking, hold on, yeah. hold on, we could be on to something here. It's on. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, mine, mine was pretty much absolute agony. Um, lost by one team. Um, I had Oxford to beat Blackpool. They did so 2-1. Yeah, 
He also had Fulham to beat Huddersfield, who won 3-2. And I had Colchester away at Cambridge. Cambridge hadn't won for, I think it was 10-plus games. Uh, Colchester took the lead and then pretty much collapsed and ended up losing 2-1 to cost the treble. If only it was an over 2.5 goals treble, eh? I know, I know, yeah. All all entertainment uh, on mine. And uh, just to cover the joint treble, uh, we had Fulham, Forest and Grimsby. So just the one winner there, um, but a EFL-heavy week this week means some uh, tasty opportunity, Tom. Um, so let's have a look at what we've got available for this week. Okay, so um, EFL heavy, obviously, uh, with the lack of Premier League. So I am going to start off in League One. I'm going to have Coventry at, inverted commas, home to Bolton. Uh, they are two to five. And I'm going to drop into League Two and I'm going to join the promotion race. I'm going to go for Exeter at home to Stevenage, priced at 8.13. And I'm going to go for Swindon away at Carlisle, priced at 10 to 11. Uh, 10 pounds on, which is our recommended stake, uh, but we only want you to bet what you can afford to lose. We'll return you 43 pounds and 17 pence. Yeah, I like that. Strong treble, mate. I think that's definitely got every chance. Fingers crossed. I also think this one's got every chance as well that I'm about to read out. I'm ready. Um, So I'm going to take one team from each of the EFL leagues. So in the champ, we're going to go for Brentford at home to Middlesbrough, 8-15. to In League One, we're going to go for Portsmouth away at Tranmere, 7-10. to And in League Two, Northampton at home to Port Vale, evens. £10 example stake on that one returns 52.13. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, really, really strong treble. Brentford and um, Middlesbrough, uh, sorry, Brentford and Portsmouth uh, on some good form at the moment. Northampton on some absolutely great form. Yeah, it's a, a really strong treble. I really like that. Good stuff. So, uh, do you know what? Six really strong um picks this week so let's construct the the joint treble i'm happy to put portsmouth on there if that's okay, okay with you i yeah i picked it so yeah yeah i really can't see Tramir getting anything there uh from my own i think coventry um is probably the best bet uh, so then we need something to to boost it up a little bit. Um, so we can either go for Swindon, they're 10 to 11, um, or perhaps what price are Northampton? Evens. You want to put Northampton in? I'd love to. Yeah, okay. So I'll reiterate the treble if you can get me a price, Tom. Yeah. Um, so the joint treble this week is going to be Portsmouth away at Tranmere in League One action. Also in League One, we're going to go for Coventry at inverted commas home against Bolton. And we're going to go for Northampton to beat Port Vale at six fields in League Two. £10 on returns. Ooh, 47.60. Beauty. Happy days. Yeah, I like them. 
Good stuff, Tom. Uh, really, I, I know we say this every week. Of course we do. But really particularly strong teams, I feel like. Yeah, agree. Okay, right. Favourite part of the show, fantasy football. Oh, my God. I hate this. <sighs> we won't dwell on it. We won't dwell on it. I'm so um, sick of it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I... I had a good week again. I'm up to 16th in the league. That's amazing. Yeah, I played my wild card and it turned out pretty decent. I had Salah captain, Firmino, and I did well. Good. Uh, 212 teams in the league now. I am sat pretty on in 168th. Wow. Which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, wow. which is bad. And do you know what? Most people down there will say... Oh yeah, I'm not trying. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that bothered. I've I've really tried. <laughs> I've really have <laughs> the entire season. I've really tried, but it's just not happening for me. So, anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about the people at the top. Edward Redu is still top. Uh, David Arias in second. Um, my maths are awful, but there's around a forty-nine. Uh, point gap, which is really only a game week. Uh, Charlie Donnelly up there, Luke Birchall, Darren Venn, Sanj Birdie Mystery, Simon Tither, Sean McCarthy, Callum Nags, Mark Johnson make up the top 10. Uh, kudos to Yakubu Hassan. I think he joined late, uh, still representing um, the bottom feeders. So, respect. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, I was just looking at the the global leagues, um, the national leagues as well for fantasy football. And we've got Edward Redu, who's top of ours, 1,590 points. I believe that puts him around, well, it's definitely in the top 500 in the country. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, it's, wow. you know, it's, it's tough competition, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You got to, to win this, you've got to be seriously good. Yeah, yeah, you do. You yeah. you definitely do. Yeah, maybe. Oh, um, so maybe it's not that bad that I'm 168th. I no, feel better. Fe- no, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> I feel it better now. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll move on from fantasy football. Um, if you do want to join, guys, I'll put the league code in the podcast description. Yes, for sure. There's a twenty pound free bet on offer. Uh, for the winner uh, and you will join at your rightful position uh, even if you um, you know even if you're not in a position to win it join and you'll am I right in saying they'll automatically be in the league next year Tom yeah they will yeah yeah so join now you know look at the last few months of the season as pre-season and (laughs) and then join uh, ready for next year Let's talk about um, extending your podcast experience with us. Um, We are on social media, of course. Uh, Twitter is our best platform. Uh, We're trying to get to 1,000 followers. So if you are on Twitter and you haven't followed us at T underscore FB podcast, I'd recommend doing so. A couple of cool features on there. Um, And we love seeing everyone's bet slips all roll in on Saturday. Uh, we're on Facebook as well, www.facebook.com slash 
Football Betting Podcast. And if you want to email us of any inquiries or questions or suggestions for the pod, uh, footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. And if you uh, have won some money, you enjoy the show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a rating or review wherever you listen to the podcast. Yes, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a bit weird with, you know, just a couple Premier League games. Uh, So interesting to see how that turns out. But I think we found plenty of opportunity in, uh, in this week's slate. Yeah, definitely. Plenty of opportunity in uh, in the Football League for sure. Um, so if you do back the trebles, if they come in, if you have your own bets which come in, please do send us your bet slips. We love to see them. We do. Thank you very much for listening and take care. Yeah, see you guys.